Hey yo, hi I'm 1MC, known as TJ to my loved ones, and right now you are listening to One More Christian Podcast. Here I am building a platform for the Holy Spirit to minister to myself and others through scripture, prayer, music, and fellowship. How can I pray for you today? On this show, I will be praying, reading, talking, and maybe even commenting on Christian literature and ministry. Please feel free to comment and uh, give me some suggestions. But right now, grab yourself a relaxing drink, a snack, and a Bible as you listen to One More Christian Podcast. Good day, friends. I am One More Christian, and I am here with you to talk to you and read some scripture. It's been a couple weeks since I've made any videos, but first I want to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you. Thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. I pray that your Holy Spirit would be here with us as we read your word. Empower us and and, uh, strengthen us and give us what we need to continue fighting the good fight in Jesus' name. Today I've chosen 2 Corinthians 10, 4, and 5. Excuse me, I'm going to go 3, 4, and 5. I'm going to go 3 through 5. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. Here's what Paul says. For though we live in this world, we do not wage war as the world does, The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Amen. So, I chose this today because lately, what's been on my mind is spiritual warfare. Now, I believe spiritual warfare should be important to all of us who are followers of Christ, those of us who follow God, because not just uh, as an academic uh, practice or, or, or exercise, but because we are in a war. And for me, particularly lately, I definitely feel like I'm in a war. And part of me questions, like, I don't know what's going on. I I have, historically, I've had uh, mental health issues. So, you know, some of the things that I'm going through could be mental health issues, purely physical. But, uh, you know, in the past few years my mental health has improved and um, as I've been following God but I do have these times when I kind of fall apart emotionally emotionally Um, lately my mind has been a mess to be honest my heart has been hurting and um, I'm dealing with fear anxiety depression Paranoia, uh, not like schizophrenic paranoia, but just having a you know, feeling 
feeling on edge. So, I, you know, when we're having trouble in life, we have to wonder, you know, what's the root of the problem? What's going on? And, and I am taking measures. I'm taking all the measures that I believe God has led me to, such as celebrate recovery, doing uh, uh, step work, uh, going to therapy, reading scripture, going to my church, praying, asking people to pray for me. All of these things are warfare. Some of it's spiritual, some of it's, I guess, mental. Uh, but I've, I've been having a really hard time. And, and, and then I've also been... You know, I know that... Uh, I believe in the supernatural. I believe in the spirit, in the spiritual aspects of, of all things, but, and I believe I'm able to discern truth and falsehoods. You know, like lately I, so I understand that God can manifest in your life in a lot of different ways. Uh, sometimes it's emotional, sometimes it's mental, sometimes it's physical. Uh, it can be healing, it can be prophecy, it can be, it can be just a feeling. I know that there's all kinds of arguments against feelings, and I think some people take it to the extreme as if God will never give you uh, an emotional experience, you know, that, that but I, it's not, it doesn't even necessarily have to be that God is giving you an emotional experience. When you experience the living God, there's bound to be an emotional reaction, but Sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes the feelings don't match what you think they should. Like the other day, I went into the church by myself and I prayed at the altar. I got on my knees and I prayed and I asked God. I mean, more or less, I told God, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know what I need, but you do. And I wanted God to come upon me and, and I wanted to I wanted some confirmation just that he's here and that he listens to me and and that there's answers coming and in short I mean I, I didn't really get any I mean perhaps I didn't really get any confirmations particularly not emotionally which is fine so later on you know as I sat there on my knees by myself Looking around, I wondered where God was. But after that, I thought about it. You know, I thought, you know, testimonials that I've heard and, and places in the Bible where it appears as if God is saying, look, you, you, you thought I wasn't there, but I was. And I heard you. And I am acting, and I am responding, and I have a plan, and I love you. And so that's when, you know, when, so the battle between, you know, emotional experiences with God and, and not having an emotional experience with God is knowing that it can go either way. God can manifest in any way he wishes. So, but, but knowing the scriptures, listening to God through scripture, Putting it in your heart and in your mind and praying to God is key 
to knowing, to be able to discern the truth of what's going on. So I was able to say, okay, it feels like nothing changed. You know, my emotions didn't get better. My mind didn't clear up. I'm still dealing with fear. And, and sometimes I, I, I say like a, a hopelessness, but it's not that I don't have hope. I know for certain that I have hope when I when I die and I go to meet God, to be with the Lord. I know that I have this hope. I know that, that Christ gives us hope, but mentally, in my head, I feel lost. I feel like I don't know what's coming because God, you know, God does a lot of different things in different people's lives. Some people will go through suffering uh, to His glory. Some people will go through suffering to their own. I just did, you know, I think the last scripture that I did was about accepting hardship as discipline. So I guess part of me fears that God's got me headed for something that I really don't want to go through. And to some to some degree, recently I've, I've gone through some stuff that I really did not want to go through, and I'm still dealing with the emotional impact of it. Very much so. Uh, but then you know, then it then comes the fear of like, what? Who am I? You know, does God really want to use me? Why would He want to use me? And uh, can He? Am I even capable? And I think that the answer I always come back to is that uh, no, I'm really not. But He is. And I, I believe that. So I'm trying to press into him and trust him and lean in and lean not on my own understanding. God is doing something in my life. I believe he's trying to teach me something. He's trying to build me up. He's trying to strengthen me. He's preparing me for something. And I'm nervous about what that is. But So I really, I need... I need prayer. And a lot of people have been praying for me. So I hate to... Sometimes I, I get to the point where I just want to keep my mouth shut because I feel like I'm going to disappoint people. Like, yeah, we've been praying for you. <laughs> Maybe your problem's something else. I don't know. But I know that I don't... You know, I'm not perfect. I'm not doing everything right. But I, but I am new and different, and I am dealing with things differently. So, with all that said, uh, it is relevant to what I've got here, because, you know, the other day, I was listening to, you know, a Christian comedian, and they're saying, oh, you know, if there, if there was no heaven, we, we would have no incentive. To obey God's word, we we obey God's we obey God, the commandments, so that we'll get to heaven. And I just thought that's really not. I think that's not theologically sound. I don't think that's the case at all. I think that we should be obedient to God out of uh, of love, of trust, but also because it benefits. It's beneficial. To us and, and other people, because it's not all about us. 
And that's really hard to get past. It's really hard to get outside of yourself and say, you know, it's not really not about me. Um, I just don't think that's the case. I don't think that I'm try- I'm struggling to obey God so that I can get to heaven. I think, I think I'll be with God when I die, no matter how this turns out. Because I've surrendered to Him, and He chose me, and He loves me, and He knows my weaknesses. And I, I think that I am saved. That doesn't give me a license to do whatever I like. Um, but I don't have to. I don't have to fight to do enough works or to not do these things in order to get his acceptance and salvation. I need to trust him and believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He came and he suffered and he died and lived a sinless life and that he was resurrected by the Holy Spirit and that he's alive today. But so... So I've been, I've been, because I've been having trouble, I've been trying to do all the right things that's, that seem natural, such as therapy, medication, church, fellowship, prayer, scripture reading, um, the work that comes, at, you know, with Celebrate Recovery and programs such as that. I think they're very, very good programs, and I think they are uh, given by God. You know, I get to go and be amongst a group of men whom I can be honest with, who will be honest with me. We can testify to the, the works that God's doing in our lives. We can testify to the things that we can talk about, the things that we're struggling with. But I've been doing all these things, and I don't feel good. Okay, but I still trust God, and I still believe He's here. I believe he heard me. I believe he hears me. So what Paul says here is, though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Okay, divine power to demolish strongholds. Uh, what my understanding of strongholds is there are demonic the kingdom of darkness has strongholds in this world the enemy has authority over this world at the at the time and he has a big a big plan a large army and he's got terrible things i mean He's doing terrible things in this world. And he's trying to keep you from the truth. He's the father of lies. I mean, I think that's significant. The father of lies. I don't think that's an exaggeration or just like an insult from God. I think he was saying, no, he was the first one to lie, right? He was the first one to say, I'm going to use the antithesis of God... Because God is truth. God is truth. So he said, I'm going to use these lies and I'm going to trick them. Because he hates God. 
and he hates you and he hates me. And now here we are. We have come to faith through the testimony of the Holy Spirit uh, because God has given us, he's taken the scales out of our eyes. He has given us a new heart. He has taught us the truth and allowed us to see it because there is very much a, a problem of there is a time when a heart is hardened. You know, whether you have when a, whether a person has done it themselves or God has decided to harden their heart. That they are blind to the truth. And they cannot see. And praise God, I, I don't. You know, I feel like I'm no longer blind to the truth. My eyes are open, and, and in some ways that can be very difficult, because now, I mean, we truly are, I mean, talk about being woke, knowing the truth. It's not easy. It's a lot to process. It's a lot to process. The supernatural is real. There is an enemy. There is a war going on. Now I know that we have hope and that we should be courageous I mean, don't take this as, uh, you know, one more Christian said uh, that he's afraid of the, the kingdom of darkness. That's not really what I'm saying. And I just read a scripture, you know, in a small group that I was in the other day that was about uh, do not be intimidated by the enemy. I think that was in Thessalonians, but do not be intimidated by the enemy. So I've been thinking about that because sometimes I think I am. Uh and I am, you know, I think that's, you know, when we pray, deliver us from the evil one, deliver us from evil. You know, when Jesus said that you should pray for this, it's because the evil one uses strongholds. He uses lies. He uses deceptions. He uses all of these. He uses cultural things. He uses media any avenue that he can he is trying to entrap you ensnare you and if you belong to god it's not like i don't think that he can steal your soul if you jesus said that no one can snatch us out of his hand no one uh but he can certainly trip you up and make your life miserable so i think that that i guess i say all that to say the thing is, when we are obedient to God, we are, we are putting ourselves within the hedge of protection that he has made for us. He says, look, follow this path, because if you go off the path, there is an enemy out there. There's somebody who wants to destroy you, and he's got all kinds of landmines, thorns in the bushes, the, uh, uh, traps and snares, predators trying to get you this is why we should be obedient to god because it is to our benefit and to other people's benefit and to god's glory which is most important uh so he says but he says on the contrary the weapons that we fight with have divine power so he says on the contrary that means the weapons of this world do not have divine power to demolish strongholds on the contrary they have divine power to demolish strongholds we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. Okay, that goes back to, you know, putting on the armor of God, the shield of faith, the fiery darts, 
the fiery darts are, you know, things such as arguments and pretensions that set themselves up against the knowledge of God. And this is why we need to take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And, and I'll be honest with you, I've been struggling with that. My thoughts have been torturing me. And I know that in some way, somehow I'm probably allowing it. Like, I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel powerless, but I know God's not powerless. So, what is my point? My point is, we need to stay in these scriptures. We need to keep praying, and we need to know that God is with us, that nobody can snatch us from his hand. All of the, the madness in this world, the arguments against God, the atheism, and the, <clears throat> the outright satanic. Okay, there are people in this world, and some of them don't know it, but there are people in this world who do serve that, that guy. They do serve that God, okay? But our God is greater. So, but that doesn't mean we're not going to suffer attacks from the enemy. Which is why we need faith, the shield of faith. The shield of faith. Okay, he's going to attack you, and he's going to make you feel like God's not listening. He's going to make you feel like you're not good enough. I've, I've, I've gone through all of those things. But the shield of faith will extinguish all of those fiery darts. And that's why I'm still here. You know, because there's times when I just don't want to do it anymore, but, but I'm going to. Because I'm not. I am no longer a slave to the to the kingdom of darkness. Okay, he's not going to get me in that way. He cannot. In Jesus' name. God will protect me. He will save me. He will strengthen me. So pray for me. And please do. I mean, if you know me... I don't know, message me, comment. If you put something in the comments, uh, you know, if you want prayer, ask me for prayer and I will pray for you. But please do pray for me. I've asked the Holy Spirit for, you know, the, the, the gift of uh, the fruit, which is self-control. Uh, I've asked Him to deliver me from depression and hopelessness. Recently, I'm looking for new employment. Um, I'm trying to be the best husband I can be, the best dad that I can be. And uh, so I need God's help, and I could use your prayers. I covet your prayers, as they say. I really do value every prayer that is lifted up for me. Because I believe in prayer. I believe prayer works. I believe it, it that it is biblical. I believe God is with you. So please. 
take heart. Let God give you strength. And don't get don't give up. I'm going to pray now and uh, close this out. Father. Abba. I thank you. I thank you. And I praise you. I praise you because you are praiseworthy. Because you are worthy of worship. Because there is no one like you. There is no, there is none beside you. And I thank you because you've given me breath and life. You provide the things that I need. You've given me things that I don't need but that I desire. You've given me a family, children and a wife. I thank you for the, sh the shoes on my feet, Lord. The food that I eat. And I praise you because you are good, because you are true. And I accept your promises. I accept your salvation. And I do believe in your Son, who has the name above all names, Jesus. Jesus Christ, the Messiah, Savior of the world. That he died for me and he rose again that he is alive and that he is worthy of honor and power and glory and wealth amen amen father i pray in jesus name i pray that that your word would impact those listening today that you would be in their heart that your holy spirit would be upon them i pray that you would protect them i pray that you would strengthen them I pray that you would bless their marriages and their children and their loved ones. I pray that you would bless them in their jobs. Anybody hearing this prayer and says amen in agreement that you will bless them, and I believe this, that you will bless them with yourself, you will bless them with what, what you know they need, and I just thank you in Jesus' name we pray all these things so peace to you and god willing you'll hear from me soon